All right, guys, while Super Bowl 58 week is here and everybody wants to talk about that, I want to look at the entire quarterback player pool from this past year and look at how they performed in the hobby. Let's talk about whether they dipped in the beginning of the season, the middle of the season, when they went up, when they went down, who all exploded as backups. I've got approximately 12 different backup quarterbacks that all spiked in value that people made money on this past season. So let's dissect the current buy, sell, hold advice for quarterbacks as it pertains to the sports card market using our app, using Pro Football Reference, and using NFL Tier Maker. Let's dig in. All right, so let's kick it off with Josh Allen. Now, he didn't spike in the preseason because his prices came in pretty high, but early season, week one, he dipped. Early season dipped. They lost Monday Night Football week one in a tragic overtime loss to the New York Jets who were without Aaron Rodgers. So you can see here, if we look at the iconic, I think, if we will, uh, 2018 Optic PSA 10, Josh Allen's got a population of 2050. And you look at this chart here, heading into August, this would have been preseason training camp. And then as we get closer to the season there, you can see that opening game was September 11th on Monday Night Football. And I mean, he just tanks even. In fact, that week, if we look, September 13th, we had to buy it now as low as 249.50, whereas before the season, that was a $350 card back August 17th, $450. Now, if you can see, he did rebound, but it took a very long time. So if we pop out of the tier levels, he was definitely an early season dip that turned into a late season, well, I guess you could say a mid-season dip, and then turned into a late season playoff spike by the end. But he never, never made it back to that preseason values. And in fact, he is still not back there as that card is still 241. And to be honest with you, as they rehired their offensive coordinator, I'm not sure that he is going to make it back there. So we're going to leave him in the early season dip category. Now we're going to look at Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now we did see Baker Mayfield and look at his six-month trend. He actually, in his optic, he is up 15%. Started off very low, as you notice. That Josh Allen started off at $350. The Baker Mayfield back in that August time period, $33. This $144 transaction, of, uh, or actually a $250 buy now. Somebody got very lucky if that item did get paid for. Uh, but if we look at like the typical trend, September 9th, we had 40 We had September 12th. We did have a little tiny spike as they beat the Vikings in week one. And Baker looked pretty solid. However, he never really took off until the Buccaneers made it to the playoffs and that card started climbing here a little bit more into the divisional round as they beat the Eagles there in the wild card round. $67 and going from 35 to 65 is a solid increase, but still nothing in comparison to the overall values of Josh Allen. So we look at the 30-day trend of Baker. You can tell that Optic from 2018 is definitely the most popular card. It gets a lot of demand when you stack it up against the base Donners and the Prism. That Optic from 2018, very popular. So ultimately, I do put Baker in that late season playoff spike category, even though he had a little tiny, tiny baby, baby one. But let's be real, guys. 
He's a six-year uh, veteran, just like Josh Allen, so it did take a while. Now, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was a preseason spike that turned into an early season dip. As we can see here from his Prism PSA 10, 6,950 population. Let's look at the one-month trend on that. Look how hot he was all off-season, all summer. And then look at this, August 15th. August uh, 15th there, you have a $250, $305 auction. August 16th, you have a $355 auction. So he was climbing, 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 and then he strains his calf in preseason. All of a sudden, those values come back down, and all of a sudden, you can see him coming way back down as we head into the season. It was the worst time for him to get injured there, and then they lose the first two opening games. They lose at the Browns. They lose to the Ravens at home. They win week three at home against the Rams, but then lose again in week four against the Titans. And you can see he's just gone down all season long until right here at the playoffs, he has started to go up a little bit. And that's just an overall indicator of the overall football market heating up as you get into the playoffs. And so still very much lower. Like overall, he's still, you know, a couple hundred dollars or like, 100% lower than what he could be at, uh, about that $250 to $300 range for his base prism PSA 10. Hey guys, real quick, if you're new here, welcome to the Football Card Quest, part of the newoffseason.com sports card network. We're 100% dedicated to football cards research and selling tips, so make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you're new here and you want to make those laser-focused football card investments and sell football cards effectively, learn all other kinds of really cool football card stuff, all right, guys, now back to the action. Derek Carr on a new team this year with the Saints. I, if you look at the data, think he took off there in weeks one and two as they went 2-0, and beating the Titans and then the Panthers. He threw for over 200 yards in each game. Let's just look at his most sold card in the past six months. It's the Topps Chrome, the Topps Chrome Refractor. If we look at that Topps Chrome Refractor, let's look at the one-year trend, 404 you can see April, kind of in the summer, people were excited about him. And then he gets into the uh, the beginning of the season. Their first game was on September 10th. And you can kind of see September 9th, 10th. And then he did have a little spike there where he had to buy it now of $100. And then all of a sudden, uh, from, from the 18th down, he just goes down, down, down. Never took off after that as they had a couple, you know, losing streaks in there. They lose weeks three and four. They lose weeks six and seven they lose weeks 10 11 and 12 so looking at the overall tops chrome we also see the same thing look at august about 36 dollars for that card and then it spikes up to 70 dollars and buy it now 65 dollars and buy it now uh, as we head into the season and then you had that game september 10th the monday you had another 60 dollar buy it now so very small bits of data but it all indicates to a a little spike there at the beginning of the season for Derek Carr only for him to go down, down, down. So he went from an early season week one spike to then a mid-season dip. Next up, we've got a never took off backup, Matt Corral. We can go ahead and throw guys like Andy Dalton, Sam Darnold in that never took off category. Now, if you wanted to really put like preseason spike, Sam Darnold was in the preseason hype category there for a minute when there was uncertainty if he may win the 49ers starting job over Brock Purdy. But then he fell into the never took off category. 
Daniel Jones, another guy that never took off as they lost their first five out of six games, including the opening Sunday night football where they got absolutely destroyed by the Cowboys 40-0. to And if you look at that 2019 Prism PSA 10, had some hype coming into the season, and it just fell off of a cliff. Actually maintained a little bit. They did win week week two against the Arizona Cardinals 31-20. to I think that helped them maintain just slightly there. But then after that week three loss to the 49ers, which was pretty bad, he just really fell off a cliff there into October and went from $48, $50 for his Prism PSA 10, average of, you know, almost $60 before the season to now just $15 and slight increase to $17, $20 as of right now. So we could put him in the early season dip to the never took off category. Dak Prescott. You could have put him here, but the team was scoring a lot of points via its defense and run game at the start of the season. In fact, Dak Prescott was not throwing the ball hardly at all. So, in fact, his card values were not taking off. It was quite interesting. So, in fact, his card values stayed even, plus he is now a seven-year veteran. And so, his cards didn't really start to go up in value until the late season playoff spike. As we see here... In the one-year trend of his prism. Look how flat that line is. Besides one anomaly we've got to rule out because it's pulling in uh, inconsistent. Well, that looks like a prism PSA 10. But uh, however, I'm not sure that that auction or buy it now was ethical or if it got paid. But overall, the the consistent trend there, as you can see, before the season, 200. Stayed at 200. Didn't really go up, even though they won the first couple games. Uh we didn't really see his card values go up. Look, December 6th, we have a, uh, well, was a purple scope, but even so, let's see. Let's uh, 217, 220, so $250 buy now. We definitely saw an increase there in his card values in the late season slash playoff time period here, only for them to now go back down as they had a gross elimination beat down by the Packers in their home stadium. So, in fact, I could put him in the never took off category. Justin Fields went from preseason hype to early season dip, losing the first four games in a row to never took off category, although he did have a little bit of a tiny single game spike here and there. Ultimately, he's in the never took off category. If you look at this chart for his Prism PSA 10, almost 2,300 of those now, heading into the season, $85.00. And then it just goes down big time for there. But you can see, even though it hits a bottom of $24 or $22 in auction October 26, it does have some little spikes in there, like up to 63 on Friday. You know, you can see these little spikes in there. $40 buy it now. Justin Fields is like the one-week spike guy, man. Even at a point there where he had like, you know, uh, some interesting, interesting, just wild data pulling in a silver there so that's not consistent with the the trend at that time about 30 bucks and now there's tons of rumors of where he'll go this offseason will he stay will he go bears have number one and number nine overall picks but as you can see still way down compared to where he was before the Geno smith veteran couldn't reignite the magic from the early 2022 season he never took off jared goff jared goff 
was an early season week's one spike. They beat the Kansas City Chiefs opening night on Thursday night football, only to be hit by the midseason dip, and then only to go back up again with the late season playoff spike. As you can see in the wild fluctuations of his base prism, PSA 10, going up, up, up into the season. They win that opening night game. He goes all the way up here to $255. After losing in overtime in week two to the Seattle Seahawks, they go on a four-game winning streak. That includes the Falcons, Packers, Panthers, and Buccaneers. And when they beat the Buccaneers, man, they really did uh, go up there. As you can see, he then dipped back down. There was some turnovers, an ugly loss on Thanksgiving, and he dips all the way back down to here on New Year's Eve to just $130, only to go back up to $220 for the playoffs and $200 buy it now. $265 buy it now there, Sunday, January 28th, probably the, the peak for his card to now come all the way back down again after a limit to 123.50. So Jared Goff was a fun one that you could have made money on several times throughout the season. Hey, real quick guys, let's take a second and talk about CGC card grading, cgccards.com. For as low as $12 per card, you can get ultra clear optic plastic population report. I really like the way they've sorted that. Less than 40 day turnaround times in their bulk submissions and they are a growing grading company backed by the largest coin and paper grading companies in the world. So definitely check out cgccards.com. Taylor Heineke never took off. Let's see. Hendon Hooker never took off. Sam Howell was an early season weeks one through three spike. Not very many Prism PSA 10s, but as you can see back in uh, August 16th, you had a $40 buy now. September 8th, you had a $100 buy now. And then we fall off. But they did we win week one over the Arizona Cardinals. They even won week two against the Denver Broncos. And so that card stayed elevated. But then after that, they go on a three-game losing streak. Win one, lose another two. Win one, lose another, oh, let's see, about eight more. And that just downfall from from there so he was a week one and two spike that turned into a big mid-season dip and now we have a lot of question marks with the commanders drafting at number two overall justin herbert and the chargers well that was another big early season dip there as they started off with two losses in a row both the dolphins and then the titans in overtime now, they did go on a two-game winning streak, three and four, but only to lose again twice. And let's just look at that one-year chart. You can see how hyped he was all offseason coming into this season with a new offensive coordinator and everything. August 24th, he was starting to dip a little bit there as I think, you know, just people getting kind of buyer's fatigue there heading into the season on Justin Herbert. And then for them to really just start to fall, 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 fall. And now they fall, fall, fall. And now they sign Jim Harbaugh as their new head coach. And we see the price increases here. Even some pretty good $115 uh, buy it now. A lot of a lot of buy it nows lately for Justin Herbert. He's been topping the charts. $120, $162 auction there this past Monday. Not quite there to the $200 Joe Burrow range. But you could almost call him a playoff spike because of that head coaching hire. So we'll see what happens with Justin Herbert. But I think he'll keep rising until he gets back to where his prices were at 
but uh, he was definitely an early season dip that turned into a uh, postseason spike. Jalen Hurts was actually an early season riser. As you can see here, his prices have really held pretty strong uh, throughout the season. Heading into the season, I mean, the card was about $100, a little bit more, but you can see there's definitely a lot of health there. And even, you know, to where you get to October, I mean, you had some nice spikes there, including a $177 auction, $145. I mean, he started climbing. You have these little spikes here and there on, on Jalen Hurts, but really didn't start diving until the end of the season. And then the playoff elimination, man, his card values have really tanked because he was holding so strong. That whole team was so strong. They were winning so many games there early on, and he just kind of has fallen now big time. So even though he was an early season weeks one through three spike, turned into a big like postseason now dip. Jimmy Garoppolo had an interesting little spike week one as they beat the Denver Broncos 17-16, to but that was very short-lived, and he quickly fell into a never took off category due to injury. And if we come down here and find his backup rookie quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, there's Aiden O'Connell with the stash. So Aiden O'Connell had a couple spikes throughout the season. He had the preseason spike. He was playing great. And then he fell down, down here, early season dip, only to be a mid-season single game spike rookie quarterback here later on in the season through some flashy performances. Now, let's for a second talk about another guy who was a preseason wonder, and that was Dorian Thompson-Robinson for the Cleveland Browns. Definitely was a preseason spike rookie quarterback that then, once Deshaun Watson got injured, he fell into the early or mid-season dip category because he absolutely face-planted on his second starting opportunity. So furthermore, that's put Deshaun Watson up here as an early season dip guy that could technically be moved down to a never took off. And I think that he's going to be in that category for quite a while, possibly. Because in fact, he had some nice hype building heading into the season. Then as you see, as the season started, those cards just absolutely tanked. Kirk Cousins was another early season dip that started to turn around as they went on a four-game winning streak, and then he hurt his Achilles and went from an early-season dip to a mid-season riser and then a mid-season dip in a never-took-off category. Kyler Murray didn't start till middle of the season, and upon his return, he did have an interesting little spike there for a very short stint. As you can see for these middle to beginning of November transactions around $50, here, this was his spike, the $50 buy it now. As I said, it wasn't much, guys. It was very tiny. But uh, as you can see, he started out the season around that $35 range, spiked to $50, and then fell the way back down. But he's getting a little bit of hype lately as he's back up to $50, but certainly uh, not anywhere near to what his historical highs are. If we go back prior to a year, um, yeah, so... I don't know if you really call that spike. Maybe some of his rookie autos are more rare cards. Uh, went for a little bit better, but not really sure about that. Uh, Lamar Jackson was definitely a late season playoff spike. I think we all know that. Um, Will Levis, definitely a classic four touchdown single game spike for Will Levis where he went nuclear and then totally cooled back off. Jordan Love 
is a very interesting one because he went from an early season weeks one through three spike and then a big midseason dip and then a late season playoff spike. And right now he's one of the hottest quarterbacks behind Brock Purdy and Patrick Mahomes being bought and sold. But look at this chart. You know, it's pretty stagnant throughout the offseason, throughout that $65 Prism PSA 10 range. And then the beginning of September, the Packers open up the season at the Bears and they win that game 38 to 20. Uh, and he definitely went up from that. They look they lost week two at the Falcons in a very close game, 24 to 25. Still some promise there, but then they win week three at the Saints, 18 to 17. And I think that's kind of where September 24th, where you see his prices spiked. And then they went on a four-game losing streak. So you can see, man, that just that midseason dip hit him so hard. Only for him to come alive in November and December, winning the last four out of five games of the season. You can see how those just rebounded again so hard all the way up to your $140 buy it now on Friday, January 5th there. And you can see that kind of, that eclipsed what that what we had saw at the beginning of the of the season when he went on that little initial spike at the beginning of the season. So and they kind of held strong there throughout the playoffs at right about $100. And they're still holding strong now at right around $100. Mac Jones is definitely a never took off quarterback. And we'll see where he lands this off season with new coaching staff across the board for the Patriots. He does have first-round draft capital. Patrick Mahomes is definitely a late-season playoff spike guy. I mean, Patrick Mahomes pretty much has dipped every midseason since. And, I mean, his card prices are so high when it comes into the beginning of the season. They lose against the Lions. It's hard for people to really buy, and they're worried about you know, no Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey getting older and focus on other things. And so his cards didn't really spike all season long here until the playoffs. Now they have been going up. Uh, Matt Ryan is definitely a never took off this year. So is Davis Mills. Kenny Pickett is definitely a never took off guy as well. They open up the season to a really bad loss at the 49ers, or, or actually at home against the 49ers. So even if we just look at his most bought and sold card here over the past six months, his base Donruss, you would think for a guy with 7,000 different rookie cards, he would have way more uh, PSA 10 base Donruss in the in the population here. But he's really only had a you know few thousand cards, at least of, of the base Donruss rated rookie graded. And uh, when you see what that stacks up against compared to uh, Brock Purdy from the same draft class with a much lower print run, you'll be pretty amazed. So you can see, you know, quite a bit of hype, I mean, decent amount of hype coming uh, throughout the offseason, heading into the season. But that kind of uh, accumulated to the beginning of the season, $73 auction. It just fell off down to 28 You can see even a $60 auctions on the on the 24th that was a win at the Raiders where they won 23 to 18 so he had a little single game spike he had another little single game spike there on October 26th that was probably after the win at the Rams where they put up 24 points he did have over 200 yards passing which was a rare occurrence occurrence last year so yeah um 
you know, Kenny Pickett is an interesting one because the Steelers have such a massive fan base. So you have these little $45 buy it now sprinkled in there with these $22 and $15 auctions. But man, Mason Rudolph, we come down here and grab Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph made Kenny Pickett look like a chump towards the end of the season. So Mason Rudolph comes here into the late season playoff spike. You could even call it a late season single game spike for Mason Rudolph, but um, definitely attributed to Kenny Pickett's never took off category. Now, Brock Purdy, if we look at him for comparison to Kenny Pickett, he was an early season weeks one through three spike that then went to an early, uh, early season to mid season dip, as you could say, uh, we'll call it an early season spike and then a mid season dip. And then, a late season playoff spike. He went through all three of those phases where you could have made money on Brock Purdy to now where he still is the hottest quarterback being bought and sold. So let's look at that base dollars in comparison. Over three times as many base dollars PSA 10s in the database than Kenny Pickett. And look, over three times as many nines. So just over three times as many cards submitted in general. So look at the beginning season price of 56 and then it goes nuclear as Brock Purdy's a front runner for MVP. They win their first five games of the season. So as you can see, that win-loss just correlated so tightly with the quarterback rookie card performance, all the way up to $335 for that base Donner's rated rookie PSA 10. Absolutely insane. And then it kind of held there until they started losing games, right? At Cleveland Browns, they lose 17, October 15th and October 23rd. They lose to the Vikings. And then October 29th, they lose against the Bengals. And that's where the turnovers really rear their, their head. And then they get a much-needed bye week. And then Brock Purdy just starts winning games again. Goes on a six-game winning streak and then finishes out the season really strong, winning three of their last five games. So you can see... They really started climbing back up there, climbing back, and now the playoffs have really provided another push here where they're holding really strong. They're not back to that beginning uh, prices. They just have not got back there. But I've got a feeling that's because a lot of people don't think he's going to be able to get through Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs here in the Super Bowl. But if he does, you know... Man, I, I, because his early season weeks one through three spike was so powerful, I'm going to leave him up there in that category. So he just has never made it back to those prices. Uh, that was his peak. Anthony Richardson was definitely a preseason spike guy that turned into a week one spike guy, even though the Colts lost week one, that quickly turned into a concussion and then an AC joint sprain, which knocked him out for the rest of the season. So he quickly went from... Rookie quarterback, number four overall pick, spiking to early season, week one and two, spiking. Then, man, he looks so promising. Then the concussion and then the early season dip uh, and uh, never, never came back. But his cards still sell for quite a bit. They're very demanded because he is a rookie quarterback. He'll be back next year. Uh, and he has very, very explosive uh, athleticism, strong arm. Uh, Desmond Ritter, on the other hand, maybe he's athletic, but his arm stinks uh, and he can't hit the red side of a barn. So Desmond Ritter is definitely in that never took off category and now probably a uh, lifetime NFL clipboard holder if he doesn't transition to the 
Canadian Football League. Aaron Rodgers was a early season dip. He had some hype, man. Preseason, I would say, preseason spike because all the media coverage was on the Jets training camp. He was throwing darts to Garrett Wilson and company only for him to tear his Achilles in week one, which led to that early season dip and it never took off. Russell Wilson is definitely a never took off guy for this season. Had some preseason hype with Sean Payton only to just really matriculate down. He he had a mid-season single game or two in there where the, the Broncos were putting on, I think, a four or five game win streak and, and Russ was starting to heat up a little bit only for him to basically be fired by Sean Payton by the end of the season. So essentially putting that never took off category. Now, Matt Stafford definitely heated up as the season went on. He unleashed the rookie fifth rounder Puka Nakua. Cooper Cup got into form. So he had his games in there in the midseason. He also spiked there towards the playoffs as they headed to Detroit to take on his old team. So he was a late season playoff spike with scarcity around his rookie cards. Uh, C.J. Stroud was actually uh, definitely a preseason hype guy, but not to the level of Bryce Young or Anthony Richardson. And maybe that's because the Texans fan base is smaller. And plus, the Texans have just been a pretty bad team the couple of years prior since, you know, losing to Sean Watson and that whole scandal. Uh, only for C.J. Stroud to turn into this massive midseason single game, not even single game, just midseason riser that turned into a late season playoff spike that has just constantly been going up, and he's going to go up throughout the duration of the offseason. Ryan Tannehill is definitely a never-took-off guy that's going to hit free agency this year. Trevor Lawrence was a week one spike, guys. They went into Indianapolis and put up 31 points, including 237 passing yards. Calvin Ridley spiked in this game, only for Trevor Lawrence to then lose the next two games in a row, uh, including uh, both at home, one to the Chiefs, and then to the Houston Texans. Uh, and then they went on a five-game uh, winning streak. So he went from a week one spike to an early season dip to a mid-season single game spike to then after the five-game winning streak to lose to the 49ers and really be exposed because he only put up three points at home against the 49ers. Like, good Lord, right? Just get absolutely decimated. And then it's like, okay, then they go on to win a couple more games against a division rivals, Titans and Texans, but then to lose their last five out of six games and miss the playoffs altogether ultimately has led to the demise of Trevor Lawrence. So let's look at his base Donruss PSA 10. We've got almost 4,500 of those in the database from PSA. And look at that throughout this offseason. I mean, that card's really bounced around, stayed pretty strong. Around between fifty and eighty dollars, you can see here heading into the season, man. They win that week one. I mean, still holding strong around sixty bucks there. That that week one game was actually September tenth, so you have seventy-two dollar auctions after that game, holding pretty strong there around seventy bucks, and then they just they just go down and they never recover. Even the five game winning streak there throughout October, you know, he had some interesting spikes but nothing enough to really get him back there. And you can see some people maybe had hope they were going to get the playoffs, some buy it nows in early December, only for them now to be settled in around that $30 price point, um, down about, you know, 100 to 200% from 
where they were before the season started. And now with the ascension of uh, C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans, plus the Colts being a good team, I think a lot of people are wondering if Trevor Lawrence is going to be a force in the NFL. So you could almost put him in the never-took-off category, uh, but he definitely falls into a multiple categories throughout the season. Kyle Trask is definitely a never-took-off. He had some interesting little uh, single preseason spikes there when he was in competition against Baker like early on. Uh, Trey Lance did too when there was rumors, and then Trey Lance got a little bit of hype when he went to the Dallas Cowboys, was traded to them, and now people buy his Dallas uniform cards more than they buy his rookie cards. Ultimately, he's a never-took-off quarterback that's now a third string for the Dallas Cowboys and uh, has a future clipboard holder career in the NFL. Tua, definitely an early season weeks one through three spike as he was another guy like Brock Purdy that started off very hot. He won the first three games of the season at the Chargers, at the Patriots, and the Broncos at home. But then that week four game that they lost was unfortunately fairly ugly. It was a London game. And you could see here, look at the look at the ascension from before the season for Tua, September 5th to September 28th, almost 300% or I guess 200% their increase in the values of, of Tua that held pretty strong throughout October. People really had that faith in him, man. Even $160 buy it now. October 13th, but then but then they get into another real matchup against the Eagles in which they lose 17 to 31. And it's like they win a game against the Patriots, then they lose another real matchup against the Chiefs. And so it was like he's as much as he started to get going, he started to come back down. Uh and and they did have some hype heading into the playoffs, as you can see here, but still just a, a fraction of what they were. Uh, whenever he was 3-0 and at the beginning of the season. That's why we tra- chase those 3-0 and starts so much. Uh, let's look at the playoff hype for Tua. Not there at all, man. 69-79s, uh, they got eliminated by the Chiefs there early on in the playoffs. So Tua is definitely an early season, weeks one through three spike, because that's when his best prices end. That's when I profited on his cards as well, not taking the long-term chances. Carson Wentz, a never-took-off quarterback. Bryce Young, also a never-took-off. Now, actually, we're going to put Bryce Young in preseason spike because once the season started, Bryce Young's prices have just fallen down and down and down and down. Um, And I I think just because he's a rookie and he's going into his second year, now they get a new head coach and everything else, there's definitely going to be some some hype in there. Uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson spiked in week one, man. In week one, when he filled in for an injured Aaron Rodgers. So Zach Wilson had a little spike there. He also had a single game or two spike throughout the season. Mostly his prices were super low, so it didn't take much for his prices to spike. But his best prices there were right at the beginning whenever Rodgers got hurt and everybody um, flocked to Zach Wilson as the new starter. Gardner Minshew never really took off, but he did have like, a couple single game spikes and some big games that he won there for the Colts throughout the season definitely proved he's a starter in the league. His prices, like some of these other guys, like Zach Wilson's, were very low. So, you know, once he took over Anthony Richardson, all in all, did very well. Same thing with Bailey Zappi. I mean, he arguably did better than Mac Jones, 
but at the same time, not a true starter in the league. Uh, Evan Gardner Minshew is a true starter in the league, I think. Uh, but Bailey Zappi had his some moments of brilliance, but overall, you know, he spiked little tiny spikes here and there uh, throughout the middle of the season, but mostly, um, you know, never took off. Joe Flacco, late, definitely a late-season playoff spike, man. When he took over for the Browns late season, they went on a heck of a win streak. He was throwing f- over 400 yards a game. It was just crazy. Uh, Jake Browning, backup for Joe Burrow, really took off there in the middle of the season for the Bengals. His prices went up. Josh Dobbs got traded from the Arizona Cardinals uh, to the Minnesota Vikings in the middle of the season once Kirk Cousins went down and continued that win streak for just uh, just a, a week or two, man. He spiked for like two weeks, and then the experiment was over, and his cards just tanked after that. Tyson Bajant spiked like crazy when he stepped in for Justin Fields as a rookie late-round guy, but a ton of grit, solid arm, and a cool story. He spiked like crazy there early season to mid-season. Uh, single game though, it only lasted for a week or two, and then they faced a, a real defense and got brought back down to earth, especially in prime time. Same thing with Tommy DeVito, man, who showed a lot of grit and uh, and and the cutlets on the ground. Fun storyline there for Tommy DeVito. Big market for New York. Also a rookie quarterback. Notice rookie quarterback, rookie quarterback. Not a rookie, but haven't seen a lot of playing time. Fairly athletic. Uh, cool storyline for Josh Dobbs. Um, and uh, just overall walked into a really good storyline with the Vikings and had a couple nice weeks. Jake Browning, more or less a rookie because of his limited playing time. Zappy, the, the spikes were so small, and same thing with Minshew. They, they weren't anything like these guys. The Will Levis, another rookie. Aiden O'Connell, another rookie. So you can see how a lot of the midseason uh, spikers from the quarterback range were rookies. Um, so there you have it guys. All right, guys, we're out of time today, but I hope you enjoyed this video. Let me know in the comment section below, which quarterback did you profit on this past year? Who did I miss? All right. Let me know in the comment section below. I love hearing from you guys. I'll see you guys in the next video. Peace.